Hello everybody and welcome to Penguins to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. Find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. I'm your host Nick Berlansky and today we're talking about everyone's favorite or least favorite Pittsburgh Penguins defenseman in Brian Dumoulin. And the main point of this is to say that it is far past time for the Penguins to sit Brian Dumoulin. However, they may have missed their opportunity to do so. So Brian Dumoulin, coming into the season, some people had their reservations about him because he was coming off of a major knee surgery. Some people forget about that fact entirely. But he's recovering from a major knee surgery, not just the first one, but the second one that he has had in his career. And he did not get off to a good start. And part of the reason why he didn't get off to a good start is because of where and how he was deployed. The Pittsburgh Penguins, because the, that's the way it's been for the past eight years, thought that Brian Dumlin should be deployed on the first pairing with Chris Letang. And they ran with that for the first 12 games of the season. It did not go well. I wrote a story about his turnaround and how he was playing better. But before his turnaround was an absolutely horrendous first dozen games for this season. 48% of the shot attempts at 5-on-5. 51% of the expected goals at 5-on-5. And 46% of the scoring chances at 5-on-5. Second worst on the team among defensemen in the shot attempts, and the worst in the other two categories that I just mentioned. But like I said, he did have a turnaround. There was a stretch, and it wasn't just one or two games. It was actually a 13-game stretch between November 5th and December 5th. 13 games in which Brian Dumlin had a very good stretch for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Why, you may ask? Did he perform so well in that one-month sample size? Well, on November 5th, the Pittsburgh Penguins lost a game to the Seattle Kraken, marking their seventh straight loss, a historic losing streak in the Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin era. And that was the, the straw that broke the camel's back with Mike Sullivan. Changes had to be made, and one of the changes that were made were that Brian Dumlin was separated from Chris Letang. And thankfully, except for a couple shifts here and there, that has remained the same up until this point. But the main factor was once P.O. Joseph was in the lineup, because he was in and out of the lineup for a couple games there, Brian Dumlin was a third pairing defenseman. It was Dumlin and Ruda on the bottom pair, and they were deployed as such. So in that stretch, I mentioned that he played better. He had a 5% increase in his shot attempts percentage. He had a 4% increase in his expected goals for percentage. And he had a 10% increase in the percentage of scoring chances that were produced when he was on the ice. He was second on the Penguins in shot attempts and expected goals among defensemen. And he was first on the Penguins among defensemen in scoring chances in that period. So yeah, the demotion is what I called it. It worked. I wrote an article on December 5th saying, hey, this has worked because everybody was on Brian Dumlin early on the season and they continued on that train, even though he was showing improvement to his game. Well, I might have jinxed him 
or might have been the fact that the Penguins started facing injuries once again. Because in the last 10 games, since December 5th, he has gone completely off the deep end. All of his metrics, all of his statistics have just went off a cliff. He is by far in last place among all Penguins defensemen that have played at least 100 minutes in that time in every single analytical category. And it's not like counting stats is something that he usually is good at. So let's just throw that out the window because they're probably not going to be good. I didn't even look them up for this podcast. But as analytical numbers, what we look at a defensive defenseman, basically the only way we can gauge how well they're playing. 41% of the shot attempts. It dropped 12% in this little third of the season that he's had to this point. 39% of the expected goals for. If you see a 30% in any analytical category, that player is not fit to be on your NHL roster, let alone higher than the bottom line that they could possibly be at. Oh, and 37% scoring chances for percentage in 10 games. Let's not forget the Pittsburgh Penguins were winning in the first five of that stretch. Now they're one, two, and two since, but a big portion of that is also because Jeff Petrie went out. Chad Ruedel went out. Now it looks like Chris Letang is dealing with an injury. Whether or not he's going to miss games, I don't know at this moment in time. But the Penguins could be down three defensemen. So while Brian Dumlin is performing like a player that needs to be benched, that needs to be scratched, they may have missed their opportunity. Because even though Chris Letang, Chad Ruedel, and Jeff Petrie all play the right side, Brian Dumlin can't be taken out of the lineup at this point. Because you have nobody else to go in. If Latang misses, the right side of the Penguins lineup tonight against the New Jersey Devils is it's going to be scary. Jan Ruda is probably going to be on the top pairing, which, hey, listen, Jan Ruda's played top pairing before with Victor Hedman, but being the top pairing guy on the right side is, is not where you want Jan Ruda. And then it's probably Mark Friedman, and then it's probably Ty Smith. There's no one left. Who are you going to call up? Taylor Fadoon? Now, Chad Ruedel is day-to-day. We don't have a, a timetable for Chris Letang. We don't know his injury. He just missed one practice. But there's no way they call up Taylor Fadoon just to sit Brian Dumlin. So they missed their opportunity to sit him. But it's gotten to the point where, and this is not a hot take, Brian Dumlin is no longer a top four defenseman in the National Hockey League. He is a third pairing defenseman at best. And listen, I think he could be a good third pairing defenseman. I think he still has plenty to give the Pittsburgh Penguins in that role. He can kill penalties. He can eat up minutes against bottom six players on the other team. He can be a defensive force with Jan Ruda. That's that's what we saw in that month between November and December. We saw Dumoulin and Jan Ruda work together to just shut things down in the defensive zone. So that's the issue. Is even though that was the pairing the last couple of games... It was deployed as the second pairing, and I'm not blaming Jan Ruda. Listen, he's made a couple bad plays, and the one thing that I would love to see more than anything on social media is the end of every time there's a goal scored, 
saying whose fault it is on social media because it's it's really pointless. It's it's a game of hockey. There's multiple people at fault throughout the entire play, not just the guy that's closest to the person that scores the goal. There are times when that happens, and there have been plenty of times in the last couple of games where Brian Dumlin has been that player. But we need to put an end to that because that's just lazy analysis, in my opinion. But back to the point. Brian Dumlin should not be ahead of P.O. Joseph in this lineup at all. Because as a second pairing, if that's what you have to go with due to injury, Dumoulin and Ruda is nowhere near as good as P.O. Joseph and Jan Ruda is. In my opinion. Now, Mike Sullivan might not share that opinion. Todd Reardon might not share that opinion. Some of you might not share that opinion. But I think it is a noticeably better defense core when P.O. Joseph is being used correctly and when Brian Dumoulin is being used correctly. So I think the left side at full health should be Pedersen, Joseph, Dumoulin. And maybe, just maybe, Ty Smith instead of Dumoulin. If all healthy, at least for four or five games. Let Ty Smith get in there, see what he has, see what he's been working on the first 30 games with the Wilkes-Barre-Scranton Penguins of the AHL, and give Dumoulin a rest. He's 31 years old. He's had multiple major lower body injuries in his career. It's the middle of the season. Give him some time. But like I said, if all healthy, the Penguins right now are missing the entire right side of their defense core heading into a game against the New Jersey Devils and potentially the Winter Classic on Monday. So when he's healthy, yeah, maybe he should be paired with Jan Ruda on the third pairing. But if one of those two big defensemen, Petrie or Latang, are out, he should be paired with Chad Ruidal on the third pairing. I'd like to see Ty Smith get a little run here. I would. But at the end of the day, for $4.1 million with a modified no-trade clause, I don't think you're getting rid of Brian Dumoulin this season. I don't think you're trading him. I don't think you're unloading that cap space to open something up for the third line, which is a completely different topic that could take another episode in its own right. You're not going to be able to trade him. And if you do, you got to go hats off to, to Ron Hextall for unloading it, unless he has to pay a first-round pick in compensation to get him out of here or a promising young prospect. Then it's going to take a very shrewd piece of business from Ron Hextall to offload that contract. So you're stuck with Brian Dumlin. Use him the correct way. Put him on the third pairing. Yeah, he can play the penalty kill, but use him on the third pairing. And also, if you can get to full health, if Latang is just a little bumps and bruises, if Chad Ruedel can get healthy, if Jeff Petrie comes back around January 8th, let Ty Smith play out, I don't know, a week, two weeks, as the third pairing left defenseman with Jan Ruda. Let's just end it with this. If the Penguins are fully healthy after the Vegas slash Arizona trip, which is the trip where Jeff Petrie could return, he's eligible to return from LTIR that week. If they're fully healthy returning from that trip, this is the def defense core and the defensive alignment that I would like to see from the Pittsburgh Penguins. P.O. Joseph and Chris Letang. I want to see that for an extended period of time. For multiple reasons. One, 
Joseph has been and continues to be one of the best defensemen on the Pittsburgh Penguins this season. Give him an opportunity to eat those minutes alongside Chris Letang. And you might say, hey, both players are at their best when they have the puck. Okay, that's fine. At the end of the day, Ty goes to the veteran. Let Chris Letang run the, run the offense when he's out there. P.O. Joseph play that defensive style that he's done a lot better of this season. So I'd like to see Joseph and Letang for that reason and for a second reason because that allows Pedersen and Petrie to be back together again. One of the best defense pairs went healthy in the entire National Hockey League this season. They have been extremely good. It was bumpy at first as Petrie was trying to acclimate to the Pittsburgh Penguins system. But once they got their feet underneath them, that was a dominant pairing. Not just a good pairing, a dominant pairing. And if that's the Penguins' top four, then you're looking pretty good. Joseph Letang, Pedersen Petrie... And then, like I said, it's past time to sit Brian Dumlin. You can't do it right now because of the injuries, but if you can get healthy by January 10th, then Smith and Ruta should be your third pairing for at least a week. Give me two weeks, I'll be happy, but give me at least a week to see that defense core and see what it does. I should have done this before. Let me bring up the schedule because I want to see what teams they're going to play that week. But... That's the defense core I would like to see. Joseph Letang, Pedersen Petrie, Smith, and Ruda. Give Letang some time off because he should have sat already. If it wasn't for the injuries, he might have. We don't know. We'll never know because the Penguins are dealing with these injuries. And as I pull up the schedule here, they come back from Arizona on January 9th. They have Vancouver, Winnipeg, Carolina, Anaheim, and a back-to-back -back against Ottawa. I would at least like to see those six games with that defense score, with Smith in the lineup, with Jan Ruda as the third pairing. Home against Vancouver and Winnipeg, on the road against Carolina, home against Anaheim, and then a home-and-home -home with a day in between against the Ottawa Senators. Give me, give me that defense score for that run. I want to see what it does, and then maybe you bring back Brian Dumlin. But bring him back in the right way, for Christ's sakes. If there is no injuries, there is no reason he should be a top-four defenseman on this team. I have a feeling a lot of you agree with me. Let him reboot. Bring him back in the proper role. And if you can't offload him, you might as well. Because what is that $4.1 million doing sitting on your third pairing that Ty Smith can't do? I know he's a better defensive defenseman, but sometimes you have to let the youngster play. And that's what I'd like to see by the end of the season, but I'm, I'm not sure that's going to happen. That's going to do it for this episode of Penguins to Go. The Pens have a big game tonight against the New Jersey Devils. Then we'll be back on this feed with Tip of the Iceberg podcast on Monday to preview the Winter Classic. Find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or... Anywhere you get your podcasts from. Have a great weekend, Pens fans.